Hello, HCI learners. Welcome to another episode of Nine to Thrive HR, a podcast that talks about the most pressing issues facing talent management today and brings the knowledge of experts in the field of HR straight to you. I'm your host, Aubrey, and if you're listening on iTunes for this episode, please take just a moment to give us a rating. It helps other talent-minded people discover this program. For today's podcast, I'm joined by Madeline Lorano, co-founder of Aptitude Research Partners. Madeline's primary focus over the past 12 years has been on the talent management market, specializing in talent acquisition. Her work helps companies both validate and reevaluate their strategies and understand the role that technology can play in driving business outcomes. Madeline has watched HCM transformation from a back office function to a strategic company initiative with a focus on partnerships, experience, and efficiency. Welcome, Madeline. We're so excited to have you with us today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And this topic is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. And I believe has such a dramatic impact on the company, and there's still so much misperception about what it is and how companies should think about it. Absolutely. Well, Madeline, you almost asked my first question already. (laughs) You kind of jumped into it. So I want you to describe for our listeners a little bit about the impact that workforce planning can have on business initiatives. Great. Um, Workforce planning has a dramatic impact on business initiatives. Um, It actually is a business initiative. So for me, you know, the bottom line when I think about workforce planning is it allows companies to make better decisions and to really meet those business goals. Helping organizations stay prepared, what workforce planning can really do is it can impact diversity and inclusion initiatives. It can help companies plan for their entire workforce, um, including their contingent workers, which is clearly a priority. We find that as a, a number one priority for organizations today. It can impact retention, both for voluntary and involuntary leave for organizations, if you have a strategy and you're able to prepare for that. It can help organizations with major business goals and objectives like relocation. I did a case study with Volkswagen Group of America a few years ago, and they really relied on workforce planning to help them deal with a lot of the challenges they were facing with a relocation. And it can really help to minimize the impact of economic cycles. So when I first started to really do research and dive into the space of workforce planning, it was in 2008, 2009. And as you can imagine, that was a very difficult time for a lot of organizations with the recession and thinking about how to really be able to prepare for the future and and stay um, and, and manage their current situation. So those companies that had strategic workforce planning in place were more prepared to be able to minimize that impact of the economic cycle. So when I think about kind of how all of these areas um, are being impacted by workforce planning, these are areas that are important to the business, not just HR, retention, the gig economy, diversity and inclusion, thinking about how to deal with uh, an uncertain economy. These are business priorities, and this is something that workforce planning is helping organizations stay ahead of and stay prepared for. Great. Thank you, Madeline. That was a really comprehensive look at all the pieces that it touches, which then kind of begs the question, because workforce planning has such an effect and such an impact on, practically speaking, every area of the business, whose responsibility is it? Who should it be? Yeah, ownership is such an important and it's such a timely topic right now in all areas of human capital management. 
And it's unclear who the ownership should be for a lot of organizations. Research that I've done in the past, that was actually the number one challenge for workforce planning is companies were unsure of who should own this. Um, so should it be business leaders? Should it be HR? Is this something that operations or finance should own? And I think the answer isn't exactly so cut and dry. I think when I think about strategic workforce planning and what makes it successful, it's successful when it's a collaborative effort between business unit leaders, between senior leadership, finance operations, and HR. And for a lot of organizations that have been successful that we've worked with, it's HR is responsible for facilitating the process and involving all of these various stakeholders, operational managers, you know, finance leaders, making sure compliance is involved. Um, but leadership really needs to drive it. They need to believe in it, they need to support it, and they need to make sure that it's a company-wide initiative. It's not something that HR is, is doing on its own in a silo. It's something that is being embraced by the entire organization. That's a great point. I, I think that also, you know, when we talk about what things are really business priorities and getting that buy-in from senior leadership, frequently that kind of comes along with the sense that there's going to be clear investment and there's going to be clear, um, you know, internal champions at the leadership level. So my next question is about how HR then can collaborate with these really um, very impactful teams in the business like finance and like IT then to actually build and craft um, workforce planning initiatives. So what are some good partnerships or really successful partnerships that you've seen where HR has worked with finance and IT? Yeah, it's so important. It really, strategic workforce planning really relies on this collaborative effort between lots of areas of the business um, and HR being certainly involved with that. And I think for a lot of organizations, they're unsure of, well, it sounds great to have this idea of collaboration, but how, does, how can we really make sure this happens? Um, and I think a, a few things I would say for organizations that are looking to, to be more collaborative in their workforce planning efforts is you need, you need support from the top. This needs to be embraced by your senior leadership. Um, they need to make sure this is a company-wide initiative so that you do um, and you are able to have those conversations with the various stakeholders that you need to, with finance, with operations, with IT. Um, organizations like McKesson would do and conduct regular executive interviews with various stakeholders to make sure they were involved with the process to find out what their objectives were and be able to create um, you know, more visibility into the process. Some organizations create centers of excellence to be able to create that collaboration where it's not something that's just HR, it's something where you're getting representation from different areas of the business. Um, and I think most important is really making sure that the strategic workforce planning is aligned with business objectives. If your organization is going through a merger or an acquisition, if your organization is going through a relocation, like Volkswagen Group of America, how can you make sure that the workforce plan that you have in place and that you're working on is aligning directly with that business objective to make sure that your organization is set up for success? And that's something that finance is going to care about. That's something that operations is going to care about, that IT is going to care about, that your executives are going to care about. The more that we can translate workforce planning into something that's really a business initiative, not just um, a siloed HR initiative, the more we're going to be able to have this collaboration. And then I think the, the final recommendation I would give here is that you need to invest in technology. You need to think about the role that technology can play to be able to have a single system for all of these transactions 
to be able to create better communication and more collaboration, to be able to create that security that you need during this process to make sure that um, what you're doing is, is, is certainly helping you stay compliant and making sure that you have the right process in place and technology can play a major role in that. Great. Thank you, Madeline. So my next question is kind of a hybrid of two, because you talked a lot about making sure that there's alignment, making sure that this isn't just some siloed HR initiative and that it has buy-in, it has support from other areas within the business and also, importantly, other leaders within the business. What kind of recommendations would you offer um, to help HR really communicate the value of workforce planning to other business leaders, and then also making sure that there is that line of sight between finances goals for the year or KPIs or marketing's KPIs, et cetera, to ensure that we're all kind of on the same page and we all sort of see that vision together or see how um, they're all linked. Yeah, I think for organizations, it really starts with um, making sure the conversation is about business objectives and business priorities. If we're talking about workforce planning as simply headcount analysis, something that staffing or, or HR cares about, you're going to lose the interest of finance. You're going to lose the interest of business leaders. But if you talk about workforce planning as a way to um, a, a better way to budget, to plan, to forecast, as a better way to make decisions for your organization, then you're getting the attention of finance. Then you're getting the attention of various stakeholders within the organization. Um, this is what the business cares about, and it's a business need. Um, and that way you're able to get the support you need. You're able to create those executive interviews, similar to McKesson and the support that they had. You're able to really understand what the objectives are, um, understand what finance cares about, understand what the organization is going through, and align those workforce planning initiatives to that. And then, and then to use technology to help facilitate and enable that, to be able to provide a single system for all of those transactions, to create that collaboration across the organization so you can finalize plans, so you have the visibility into what the various stakeholders care about, and then to, to ultimately give your organization the security and, and the confidence to be able to execute on this. So it's really about taking that broader perspective of saying this is not just about, you know, what our demographics are, but it's what are the skills that people can bring to the table? How does this fit into what our business wants to accomplish in the next one, two, five, seven years out? And really focusing on that um, zoomed out perspective. Yes, and changing the conversation, changing the conversation from something that's not just talking about skills analysis and headcount analysis something that's talking about making better decisions for budgeting and planning and forecasting, things that I think you know, resonate in the, the broader business. Absolutely. So my last question for you, Madeline, is, is a big one, admittedly, but some I'm sure that you've thought about. What do you think that the future of workforce planning really looks like when you think about your business and the clients that you've worked with? Yeah, I mean, I, I think workforce planning is something I certainly believe in for organizations in all industries and all sizes. And I think when I think about the future of our workforce and I think about the role that workforce planning plays is it's something that is collaborative. It's something that is very strategic um, for organizations, something that's certainly part of the overall business objectives, not something that's just a, an HR initiative as part of a, a broader human capital management strategy. Um, and I think, again, it's something that HR plays a major role in facilitating the process 
making sure that they have the information they need and they're gathering um, and collaborating with the various stakeholders, but that ultimately it's something that's driven by the executive team to be a company-wide initiative. It's wonderful insight. Thank you so much for being with us today and having this conversation, Madeline. Thank you so much for having me on, on the show today. Yeah. To everyone tuning in, thank you so much for spending part of your day with Madeline and with HCI. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed the show. You can find HCI podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on our YouTube channel, HCI Talent. Thanks so much, everyone.